Welcome to episode three of Principal Conversation. I'm Sean Pitts and I'm Amy Soki. I think we are interviewing a copywriter. Have you we, worked with a copywriter before? I've worked with a few, maybe more than a few. Um, I think I was a copywriter. <laughs> yeah, I think I've worked with you too. <laughs> um, yeah, there is so many cool copywriters out there, but one of the coolest women copywriters that I know. And that is, I know. Is and that we all know. Yeah. And, and she's a longtime uh, advocate and friend and member of the AAF Fox River Ad Club. We're going to get Carol Castle on the line. Right, let's not waste any time. Here's Carol. Hello. Hi, Carol. Hi. How are you? Good. I don't have a professional microphone. I think you're fine. I'm not professional. <laughs> That's all right. How are you doing? It's good to see you. Good to see you too. You guys staying warm up here? He? We had snow this week. Big flakes. Big flakes yesterday. Uh, you down in Florida, right? Yeah. I can't I can handle all the snow in the world until the end of February. And I hate March, April, and May. Yes. <laughs> yes. <This is> you. <laughs> uh, yeah, as soon as Tom retired, I said, we're getting the fuck out of here. We're done. Yeah. Uh, we're officially snowbirds, he. So we can go to Publix and Walmart and walk around. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> well, cheers. Good to see you. Cheers. I'm still on yeah. coffee. Cheers. Dang. Did you like my subject line? Thank you for being, I did. do you do yoga? Thank you for being so flexible. Very, very cute. Very <laughs> cute. You guys are awesome. So you've done two of these already? I, I've listened to two, so I don't yes. know how many. Yeah. We, we thought we did more, but you are our third interview. Well, I mean, oh. like last episode, we interviewed a few different people. So. Yeah. Right. It felt like a lot. Right. But uh, we're really new at this and we're not very good at talking to people. (laughs) I don't even know why we have a podcast. We got tagged. I was going to say, camera made you do it, right? That's right. That's right. Yep. All right, everybody. Welcome to AAF Principal Conversation Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Sean Pitts. Did you forget my name? For a second? Did you have a fucking add- mental block there? What the, What was that? I was going to add another adjective to describe you. Oh, what was it going to be? Um, the I see. I, it slipped my mind. I'll come up with one for next time. Anyway, That's why I'm here. <laughs> Hi, Carol. We've got we've got someone on the line that can help us out with that adjective. Who are we interviewing today for? Our, our episode three. We have Carol Castle on our Zoom call here. Hi, Carol. How are you doing? Hi, good guys. How are you? We're doing well. So Carol has been a long time AAF Fox River Ad Club member, and she is in the field of copywriting. So Carol, we're going to dive into all things where you went to school. Did you always want to become a writer? You know, tell, fill us in on some holes and tell us where you're calling us from today. This is going to be good. I'm actually calling from Pensacola Beach, Florida. Nice. Um, one of the uh, perks, if you will, of working for oneself 
you are always working remotely primarily. So long before the pandemic hit, for the past 20 years, I've worked anywhere and everywhere. So I have that, you know, people talk about the differences between boomers and millennials. We have that in common. We want freedom. We want liberty. We want to work wherever the hell we want to work. Nice. So, <laughs> um, so that's where I'm calling from uh, is Pensacola. So I'm here in the wintertime and then I'm back in Green Bay in the summer. And let me clarify, I have been a long term, a long time ad fed um, involvee, maybe, but I will, I will confess this year, I actually joined. Okay. So shame, oh, I just want to shame everybody else. Okay. Well, maybe you must have gotten into all those events for free. I've seen you. <laughs> No, I did. I did either. Well, actually, I'll say as part of corporate marketing teams and as part of agency projects, I always backdoored in. Right. So so this year I'm like, what the hell? What is wrong with me? I'm plunking down my money, especially now that it went down, right? The membership subscription went down. So I was like, Oh yeah, I should be doing this. And so should all of ye. Yeah. Now's the time to join. This is right. the year. Well, I'm excited um, to have Carol on the line here because like <clears throat> I've seen you around events. I've known you for a long time. And I think this is a good opportunity for people that don't know you, new people in the ad fed to just tell your story of how you started in ad fed, when it was and what, what you've done over the years. Maybe, yeah. uh, yeah. Maybe just bring us up to speed. Like, what's your origin story? Sure. Um, okay. So, um, now I'm from Louisiana, Chef. So, you know, I got that accent sometime, but I got lots of them. Um, so, I graduated in radio and television broadcasting in 19... <laughs> and I, <laughs> I immediately, I was heavily recruited to go on air at one of the radio stations back when they started that, you know, Kathy and John morning show, right? And they wanted to start one uh, in our area. And I was like, no. I said, how much does that make? Here, I'm, I'm, I'm just so, you know, I'm just it's all about the money. college, right? <laughs> how, much does, how much do you pay on their personalities? Shit. I'm like, well, no, I'm not interested. What do you have in sales? Like, I want to make some money. Right. Well, we don't have anything in sales. Come, come be on air. I'm like, nah, I ain't interested in that. <laughs> We're just stupid. But um, so I went to work for a nonprofit, speaking of making no money. Right. So I went to work in a nonprofit and then I moved to Dallas as soon as I could. And I worked in a nonprofit in Dallas for like 10 years. And it was, it was marketing, it was PR, I was working, you know, doing what I could. So I was using my communication education. I'm doing a little bit of this and that. And then I um, married into a Green Bay move. Uh, my ex-husband worked for the Packers. And I was like, where are we going? Green Bay. You mean Tampa the Bay? Packers. Tampa Bay? No, Green Bay. I'm like, oh, where is that? On the map. Show me. I'm like, oh, look at it. It's right near Canada. This is going to be awesome. Right? We can just go to Canada. Yeah, we're basically lower Canada. <laughs> so stupid naive and then I also thought ooh it's on the water it's green 
Bay. It's going to be like San Francisco Bay, right? It's going to be beautiful homes all up and down the water. It's going to be gorgeous. And of course, it was like, where is everything when I got there over 30 years ago? Um, so I started, went to work. It took me probably two months off of like, oh, great, I'm taking a break from everything. And now I'll start looking for a job. And I'm walking around in my little uh, Evan Pacone pumps in the snow, handing out my resume. I don't know a soul. And finally, I went to work for American Medical Security who was, they were growing leaps and bounds, not in the marketing department, but in the rapid rate line. And my favorite thing about working in the rapid rate line was I made a rap about the rapid rate line. Um, But it was my foot in the door and I finally got into marketing and as a writer and um, did that for many, many years uh, as they grew into, you know, from downtown over to Howard. And then I worked my way there into the director of corporate communications. And after that, uh, they were bought out by their parent company. And so many, many changes. And I was actually downsized along with a thousand other people. So that's a great life lesson, boys and girls. Great to have on your resume. And went to work for another sort of entrepreneurial company, Enzymatic Therapy. Worked for Terry Limeron there for another, I don't know, four or five years. I started out as the public relations director and then carried that along with the creative director, um, became the creative director there and continued PR. And so I um, ran that department and then he sold. And after that, I said, well, I ain't doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I think I'm going to go out on my own now. And that's what I did. And I've been freelancing as a copywriter for uh, about 20 years now, over 20 years. And what is the name of your company? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> it's Wordplay. Um, I don't have a website. Uh, I'm on my third pass after 20 years of being intently um, rigorous about making a website. Uh, so I'm determined to do it this year. Um, <laughs> so you won't find me there. And every time someone says, you know, I come across a new client, and they go, hey, how do we see your samples? I'm like, God dang it. Now I wish I had a website. Uh, but, you know, the problem with not having a website or getting one up is that who's going to write it for me? Right. <laughs> right. Like, I want to write it. There's probably a few listeners that could help you out with making a website. Yeah. You know. Nobody wants to write about themselves. That's the hardest thing ever. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, It's why there's no pictures of me or my kids or, you know, the cobbler's (laughs) kids have no shoes. That's right. That's exactly right, Sean. That's that's a perfect analogy. So anyway, I've worked, uh, when I I did go out on my own, when I was in-house working in in in-house marketing and um, PR advertising, I would hire a lot of agencies and freelancers to do things for our the company I was working for. So when I stepped out on my own, I was like, oh, knock, knock. Now you get to hire me. And that's sort of how my client list generated. It was a lot of agency works, multiple agencies, either locally or abroad, and also um, corporate clients. So that's my long story. The one thing I think people say about 
the copywriters, the designers will complain that the copywriter wrote too much copy. Explain the copywriter-designer relationship that you've had with people. Sure. Um, That can happen for sure. Uh, I think it happens if the objectives aren't clear up front on what, what what we're working on. My work with designers and or agencies, sometimes it's chicken and egg, right? Sometimes they say, here's a design. Can you figure out some copy to go with this? This is our concept. We know what we want to say, but we don't know how to say it. Great. Sometimes they're like, we're starting from nothing. You create it. And I'm a pretty visual writer. I try to write thinking about how the words might look, what could graphically be represented. Um, Doing a lot of radio and television makes me a visual writer anyway. Like, what are we going to see here when we're saying this? Um, So, and I'm very like, man, you know, I don't have, I'm very thick skin. So designer, you know, it's never going to, I'm like, Hey dude, here's something. Use it. If you like it, if you don't, that's fine. Or if you got a better idea, I'm happy to run with it. I'm pretty easygoing when it comes to that. Uh, you know, to me, it's chocolate and peanut butter, right? Together, they make the Reese's. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm glad you have a very positive working relationship with all of your creatives that you've worked with. What is one of the things in, in like all of your time working around Northeast Wisconsin, Green Bay area, Appleton, Fox Cities, what's one of the most memorable things that maybe me or Amy or some of our listeners would recognize your copy in something? Ooh, question. That's a good question. Well, recently it it was the uh, legacy documentary. I was a team of three on that um, project, that three-year project. So that was a monster deal. So you would have seen that. Um, So that's a biggie. Um, I, I had... Um, famously loved to write myself into um, advertising. <laughs> I have also a passion for theater. So whether it's radio or television, you know, I like the fun stuff, the goofy stuff. And I try to write myself a role. Um, so I yeah. did, I don't know if you remember all the spots we did for Mayflower Greenhouse. Oh yeah. When I did the pageant queen, the Southern pageant bail. Um, so that was actually pretty much ad-libbed on the spot, you know, and let me tell you the origin story of that. When, uh, when Jim worked at Archetype and they were downtown after I left, um, the job at Enzymatic Therapy before I was, as I was cultivating my clients, Archetype didn't have a, their receptionist was going on vacation for a week. So I said, hey, I'll be your celebrity guest receptionist for a week. You don't have to pay me. I'll just come in. I came came in as a different character every day. Oh, my gosh. And one day I I came in as a pageant queen. So if somebody said, Carol, do you know where this project is? Well, I would have to say my answer for that would be first, world peace, and second, you know, whatever it was. (laughs) So... That's That's hilarious. When Jim saw that, he was like, that's great. We should do that for Mayflower this year. I said, well, I would have to say that I would absolutely agree. And that would be an opportunity for me that I could not pass up. So that's what we did. And that was the, that was where that got started. That's funny. And one day I was in with, uh, I was in dressed as, oh my God, I had curlish in my hair. I was just white trash. Right. And I was crass and I was crude and I had a cigarette dangling out of my mouth. And 
some guy came in and said, uh, yeah, I'm here to see Kirk. Hang on, let me call him. Kirk, somebody's here to see you. You know, he thought I was going to jump on the phone and call him. And I was like, we used to be married. He didn't like to talk about it. So I would just BS. So anyway, that's where that one came from. That's so awesome. Had you seen that, you that's where you would know my work. That is so cool. Um, do you have a memorable headline? Like, did you, sort of did you write, cheek. Yeah. yeah, did you write Go Pack Go? Is no, that your work? I didn't watch, I did not write Go Pack Go. Um, <laughs> you could take oh. credit for it. That'd be awesome if you did. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. We all did it. We did it all together one night, right? <laughs> um, well, I did, but I had it spelled G-E-A-U-X. Okay. Ooh, that's that's kind of what is the new word for that bougie yes it is very bougie and i wrote it you know when they went to the super bowl in new orleans right mm. they needed to have that little flair that french flair oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i nothing nothing pops in my keep on wisconsin Okay. Was the last thing this this yeah. that you would have seen everywhere? We know it. Yeah, we were just yeah. talking about that last uh, last episode. So right. that, was, that was really cool. So you were a part of that as well. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Very cool. What advice, Carol, do you have for young aspiring copywriters? Is there is the copywriter job still a thing these days? Is it an important role? Do tell. Um, more so than ever, with so much content right? Um, there's just a crap load to get done. And so for sure, between social media, blogs, what have you, writing is still super relevant. My best advice would be, um, you know, I looking back on it, working in corporate communications, working on the client side, inside, probably shaped a lot of my ability to sort of shortcut to what a client's looking for because I know having been on the inside so you know students might want to come out and like the glamour of the agency world right <laughs> which is fictional um, but they may see that's their only objective but don't be afraid to go work in-house because man you'd be surprised at the experience that it gives you that will help you if you when you make the jump to the agency side should you choose to do so um, so that would be a big, a big advice. And also, I mean, not everything is going to be the glamour, the, the creative. 80% of the work I do is very pedestrian, hardworking pieces. It's not all, it's not all the Cleos and the Addies, right? Somebody needs a message somewhere. Don't be afraid to take it, you know, and do that job. I feel yeah. like there's so much, like you were alluding to, like all the content that all of us are having to put out there now, the digital content, we're all digital content creators. Um, there is a lot of copy that needs to go with it. Like all the online advertising, like yeah, I mean, it isn't always sexy. Like we, we could be selling a napkin. Right. And I feel like Carol would be the one to go to for like, explain this skew number. napkin. <laughs> right. There's, like, that there's needs a copy too. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work out yeah. there. I mean, it, to me, it's every, you know, everyone thinks they're a writer. Everyone thinks they're a designer, right? Just because you have a tool. I mean, gosh. Everybody yeah. thinks they're a photographer. Absolutely, Sean. I, everybody's got an iPhone. They can oh, take yeah. it there. They're really nice. But, but, but you still need the talent. You have the tools, but you still have to bring the talent to the tools. 
Well, you definitely have that, Carol. I want to know. I want to know. I'm just thinking, like, I remember an Eddie's Award show a few years ago. Maybe, maybe we can tell some stories here, but didn't you show up dressed in like a hot dog costume? Yes. What yes. was, what happened then? So uh, when I first, when I first started getting involved in the Addies, there was always a theme. I think the first one that I really remember was Addie Wood. Do you remember that? From 1980? Yes. I yeah. yes. dressed as Hollywood movie stars, right? Yeah. And I dressed up as a made up girl named Starla Apollo. Yeah, sure, I'm going to be a star. And Bob, Bob Dice was my agent. And he was like, you're going to be big, baby. You're going to be big. And he had a big cigar. <laughs> and we'd walk around. And I remember being in the restroom. And I had this blonde wig and this dress and these jewels and everything. And um, who was it? Marty Spatel came in uh, from, from one of the news stations. She goes, who are you, Marilyn? I said, it's an honest mistake. No, I'm Stella DiPaolo. Nice to meet you. I'm going to be famous. Um, but that's the first I remember. Then after that, it was like every Addy had a theme, and it was like an opportunity to dress up and go crazy. Now, you nope. still have a handful of people who would go to the Addies, and they would be in their black turtlenecks and their black pants, and they're all uber cool, right? And I'd be like, come on, loosen up. We, we're in the creative industry. Go be creative. It's your chance to have fun. I think the first time I met you, Sean, I was dressed up as something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were dressed up as hot dogs, and that's the theme that year was either way, you're a winner. A wiener. So we dressed up as wieners. Yeah. yeah. Wordplay. <laughs> Oh, so my friend Jill Baker, shout out to Jill. Yep. Um, she and I are always looking for an excuse to dress up, and the Addies were the perfect excuse of the year to go out. Yeah. Carol brings it. When there's a theme to an American advertising award show, she brings it. Yeah. And I challenge all of you listeners out there to bring it every time as well. One day we'll be back to in person. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, next next Addies will be for realsies. Yeah, I missed it this year. I mean, they they did a great job online, but they did. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about that last episode. Like, man, it would have been nice to have a drink with all of y'all. Carol, the one the one thing I'm noticing is that yeah, you get into character and you have that that um, animated kind of voice and character. And what do you suggest to all of us that are? Like we never uh, get out of our shell. Maybe some of us are what you're describing, showing up to work as a different character at the agency. Like that is just coloring outside of the lines, right? So tell <laughs> right. us why it's okay and how you've gotten away with, you know, being you. And and I, you know, I'll just say this: not there are a lot of super talented people who are introverts, right? There are some amazing writers and designers who are really shy or they're very, you know, internal and that's fine. That's great. You know, I think that's, that's just, you know, that's just my MO It's just to be like, yeah, whatever. Let's just, let's go crazy. Um, but not everybody's like that. And certainly, you know, you got to tone it down. You get in front of the client and you're buttoned up. And you're like, yes, well, the strategy that we have conceptualized for you to, you know, you have to be, you got to be businesslike. And I get it. 
Um, but it's, it always feels good just to let it out there. I mean, look, it's a playground, right? That's what creativity is. How far can I go play? And then you reel it back in and figure out how to make it, you know, is this the right, is this the right solution for this business problem? Have you ever been in a circumstance where you, you were, you were told to reel it back? Hey, Carol, like dial it back a bit. No. No. <laughs> no. No, no, Good. no. Good. We like to hear that. Yeah. I try to read the room, you know. <laughs> it, it's it's good to be out there, you know. Yeah, we didn't know which Carol we were going to get today, but we got we got, we got a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I tr- again, you know, like there are times where I'm leading brand strategy. And I am very, you know, buttoned down. I'm like asking the questions, listening intently, you know, doing all the things you need to do. And, you know, it just depends on what, you know, what the client is. I'm certainly not going to, you know, come out all crazy if I'm dealing with a healthcare system and they're talking about their cancer patients or what have you. you right. know, so again, it's just a matter of what's appropriate. But in-house, you know, we're brainstorming. To me, anything goes. Come on. For sure. Whatever, you know. For Let sure. Let it rip. Don't hold back. You had a few other questions. Like we Well, who inspires you? Um in in the industry, I would say um Colleen DeCourcy, who is the co president and CEO of Wyden and Kennedy. I'm all about mm-hmm. I'm I'm really all about girl bosses, really, at this moment in time especially. Um, I, I follow a variety of uh, strong female leaders in and outside the industry. I mean, Sally Krawcheck with um, Elevest, who it's the first woman-led investment firm, and it's geared toward women and helping you understand the need to invest and handle your money. I mean, their motto is, nothing bad happens when women have money. Um, I love that attitude. I, I love, I love, you know, when it comes to brands, I love any brand that has an attitude. It doesn't have to be loud. It can be, they know who they are and they're not afraid to tell people. Um, but, and, and, and likewise, women inspire me. I mean, even Rebecca Minkoff, I'm not into uh, Sarah Blakely, right? I'm not into the goods. I mean, I'm not going to wear Spanx necessarily. I have, but. <laughs> But and I have a, a few Spanx products like the leggings, but I love her. Uh, you know, I follow her on Insta. She has very entrepreneurial, woman-led messages. It's motivating. It's inspiring. She's built something. Um, so those kind of people inspire me. When it comes to clients, again, I like brands who aren't afraid to say who they are. I love smart underdogs, right? They have something. They know they have something. They don't know how to get the megaphone going and get it out there. Those are the ones I like. And they're not, you know, they like, this is who we are. This is what we have to offer. Can you help us? Yeah, that's cool. Um, those I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are some and good ones. Humor, humor, humor. Um, I love comedians. And, and uh, you know, it's Who's either, your favorite comedian? I love Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I, love, I love Maya Rudolph. You know, I love all the SNL family. Nice. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, you know, I have quite a few sort of social media comedians that I follow, like Jordan Firstman, you know, things, the, the folks that just bumped out at during the pandemic, I just can't get enough of. Um, but uh, um, 
I, I could just sit around and watch comedy all day. That would be, that would be, can I get paid for that? Yeah, you uh-huh. can. I think you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That I love. So when are you coming it's back? I gravitate to, it's either humor or very heartfelt humanity kind of pieces. Like that, and that's how I like, that's my favorite kinds of projects, right? Mm-hmm. Working on something mm-hmm. that's like, we need a manifesto that, that shares our purpose with the world. And it's all about humanity. Oh, can't get enough of that. Or it's crazy, wacky, do whatever you want. We want something funny. Love that. Nice. Awesome. So when are you coming back up to Green Bay? You're down in Florida. Uh, May. You know, yeah, May. It'll warm up. I'll just make sure the snow's gone, right? Okay. Then, then, I'll, then I'll be back. It's almost gone. She'll get the all clear. <laughs> My husband always, he always threatens. He said, I remember we had 10 inches of snow on the 10th of May one year. He's an old man. He's like the progressive commercials, right? Eh, did you see this? Yeah, we all see it. We all see it, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, cool. I think. Yeah, uh, we had a nice time getting to know the Carol Castle. Well, I hope I help somebody out there. You kids out there who are trying to make it in this world. I hope I can manage to help. How can people get a hold of you? Email? She doesn't have a website. I know, but like. So I. Yeah. You'll have yeah. to email Does she want any us. more product projects? Do you want to take yeah. on any more? Oh, Absolutely, yeah. I do. I'm always open. Always open. Awesome. Say All yes right. to everything. Well, if you need to get a hold of Carol, you can get a hold of one of us, and we'll get a hold of her. Like, yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. Email, we'll make it happen. Carol at wordplayful.com. Okay. Can they follow you? Can people follow you on the Insta? Are you? Um, I am on Instagram, but I'm. I don't post very often. I read a lot. Like I'm. We need TikTok. a character of yours to showcase on Insta. You had to bring, bring it out. One day, one day maybe I'll have. I'll. I'll bring them all out. I'll, I'll revive my. I'll revive my receptionist, rotating receptionist role. Well, cool, cool. you'll have to stop by the studio when you're back in town and uh, check it sure. out. And uh, hopefully we'll have a drink yeah, or a cocktail this summer. And yeah, say hi to Tom for me. You. And You guys are very talented. Thank you for all the work that you're doing on behalf of the um, Ad Club. And Thank you. I think it's great. I'm just trying to keep everybody connected and sharing. I love it. I love Thanks, it. Carol. It's peace and, peace and love and harmony. Nice. Have a awesome. smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Well, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Carol. Bye. 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 Bye.